Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. New thinking, new possibilities. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily, where we work to keep you up to speed with what's going on in the global automotive industry. And stay tuned, because John has some comments about GM CEO Mary Barra, but first today's top stories. At the end of last year, Hyundai Motors America CEO John Krafchek abruptly left the company. We said it wouldn't take long for him to land another job, and now he has a new, somewhat unexpected role. Krafchek just joined the board of directors of TrueCar, a website that allows car buyers to track what other customers actually paid for their vehicles by partnering with dealers across the country. And Kraftcheck's timing is impeccable because the company also just filed documents to begin the process for an initial public offering, which means Kraftcheck could be looking at a big payday. Now let's take a look at a few New York Auto Show reveals. First up is Kia with this teaser image of an all-new mid-size minivan it will debut. No details were released, but we can see that it gets the automaker's signature grille, and it looks as though it will have sliding side doors. Subaru will also unveil the next-generation Outback at the show. Again, no details were released, but it will feature the same front-end design language we saw on the new Legacy. And last but not least, BMW will drop the top on the all-new M4 convertible. It gets the same exterior design that was shown on the M4 Coupe and M3 sedan, as well as the same three-piece hardtop from the 4 Series convertible. Power comes from a 425 horsepower turbocharged 3-liter 6-cylinder that's mated to the standard 6-speed manual or an optional 7-speed dual-clutch transmission. The car is 90 pounds lighter than its predecessor thanks to the use of aluminum in the chassis and body panels, as well as a carbon fiber reinforced plastic drive shaft. The M4 convertible will hit showrooms this summer, but if you want to see it or any of the other vehicles we mentioned, the New York Auto Show opens to the public on the 18th of this month and will run to the 27th. And now I will throw it over to John, who has some more Autoline insight regarding GM CEO Mary Barra. There is a conspiracy theory making its way through the auto industry. More and more people that I've talked to believe that Dan Ackerson knew this ignition switch defect was about to blow up in GM's face, and that's why he stepped down as GM's chairman. And the people I'm talking to are serious thinkers, not conspiracy mongers. It all boils down to this. What did GM's top executives know, and when did they know it? Mary Barra says she did not know the specifics of this defect and the recall until January 31st of this year. But under congressional questioning, Barra admitted she was aware of an analysis involving the Chevrolet Cobalt in December. An analysis? What kind of analysis? Why was she told as the CEO heir apparent about it? It must have been an awful serious analysis to inform top management. And that time frame is critically important. Dan Ackerson abruptly informed GM in December that he was stepping down. If Mary Barra was informed of an analysis, surely Dan Ackerson was too. Ackerson said he was stepping down to spend more time with his wife, who was dying of cancer. But last month, Ackerson was appointed vice chairman of the Carlisle Group. So he does not have time to be chairman of General Motors 
but he does have time to be vice chairman of Carlisle? Nothing has done more to feed the conspiracy theory that Ackerson knew this was all coming than that. I think there's going to be more congressional hearings on this issue and probably a criminal investigation too. We'll learn a lot more from that. But right now, more and more people in the auto industry believe Ackerson knew that this was about to hit the fan. The phrase I keep hearing is that Mary Barra was thrown under the bus. Hey, coming up next, we're going to go take a look at autonomous vehicles and how they can improve safety. Here's another great thing about the all-around performance of our Dueler tires. A comfortable, quiet ride. Oh. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. On AutoLine this week, our weekly television show, the topic is all about autonomous vehicles. In the following discussion, John and his panel of experts talk about how the technology can greatly help reduce traffic accidents. I mean, it's for us, it's one of the key drivers, uh, make mobility safe. It's our, our major, major goal in, the, uh, in, our div in our company. We need safety and therefore we develop all the safety functions, all the safety features based on camera, radar. And um, you saw the 90% of all um, fatality or all accidents are based on human errors. So 90%. If we could assist the driver, make the, his mobility safe, then we can save a lot of lives. So, and therefore, it's um, one of the major motivation for us to develop these, these technologies. And uh, if you can convince the driver that the system is not scaring, that it's a, a feature, it's an assist system, and he is master of this, he can take over if he wants, he will accept and he will be really, really happy to have this. You know, in addition to uh, that statistic of 90% of all traffic accidents are caused by human error, I just saw another one that Continental put out. Half of all drivers have been in an accident at some time or other. Maybe not a serious one, but half of all drivers have been in an accident. So the, the, the payoff in safety could be humongous. It's a lot of crashes. The, the potential's huge. <clears throat> the potential's huge. The convenience part's huge. And also imagine people that, that currently can't drive because they're, they're handicapped or, or getting elderly and, and no longer have the reflexes to drive anymore. I mean, these technologies have potential to help all those situations. So, I mean, who, who doesn't? We, we want computers to help us in so many aspects of our lives. It just makes sense that we'd like them to help us driving, too. We just need to make sure we're building up the technology in a way that we can do that. But uh, we must keep in mind that there is still a lot of distance to travel. My understanding is that uh, a fatality from an automotive accident happens every 20 million miles of driving or so. 20 million miles is a lot of miles. So technology has to basically reach a certain point where we say, hey, this technology is better than humans driving the cars. If you want to learn more about the future of autonomous cars, you can watch that entire show right now on our website, autoline.tv. That's a wrap for today's show. Thanks for watching and have a great weekend. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.